It's time for another episode of the Franchise Business Radio Show, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta, sponsored by Franchise Intellect, knowledge of the franchise community for franchise selection. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Franchise.City, a better way to buy a franchise. More info at Franchise.City. And FranServe, the world's largest franchise consulting and expansion organization. More info at FranServe.com. Now, here's your host, certified franchise consultant, Pamela Curry. Hello, this is Pamela Curry, the host of Franchise Business Radio, coming to you from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta. The Franchise Business Radio Show's mission is to have a platform to bring together business professionals to connect, educate, and collaborate to serve the franchise community and those considering franchise ownership. And admittedly so, we have a couple of great franchise professionals on the show as guests today, but not in the studio virtually. Yep, that's our world uh, today, our new norm. Um, as always, before we kick off the show, I do want to thank our sponsors, uh, www.franchise.city, a better way to buy a franchise, and also made possible by Franserve, the world's largest franchise consulting and expansion organization. Let's go ahead and welcome our guest. Uh, she has been in the studio before, and she's joining us now virtually. Alicia Visconti, welcome back. Well, hello, Pam, and thank you so much once again for having me on your show. Always a delight to speak to your audience. And uh, yes, we're doing it virtually, the new normal, as they say. <laughs> That's for sure. And it's my understanding we have a fellow colleague joining us on the show today. We do indeed. I have uh, David Craighead joining me on this, and uh, David is one of our executives here at Franserve. So delightful to have him involved and uh, educating your audience as well. Great. Well, really excited to dive into some things today. So Alicia and David, welcome. David, I know this is your first time as a guest on the Franchise Business Radio Show, so we welcome you virtually. And thank you, Pam. I appreciate the opportunity, and I'll try to behave the best I can on your show. <laughs> Don't behave too much. That will take away all the good time and the fun. <laughs> Let's go ahead. I'd like to go ahead and share with our listeners a little bit more about each of your backgrounds. Uh, Alicia, I know you've been on the show before, but let's go ahead and um, share. Uh, uh, you have a, a very strong and wide and a deep and depth background. Actually, over 20 years of experience serving as a C-level executive for both domestic as well as international companies in service industries. Uh, each of your executive leadership roles, really you're responsible for driving the organizational development, and led each company to operate at its peak level of performance. Um, I know that after learning about and becoming very passionate about the franchise industry in 2014, uh, you started off as a franchise consultant and did very, very well, which led to uh, not only becoming one of Franserve's top producers, but then over time, your vast experience in driving organizational success leveraging partner relationships really served as the perfect foundation to take Franserve to the next level. And uh, you took on the new role of president of, in 2016, right? Mm -hmm. yep, and right. then in 2018, became the CEO. Um, definitely being a part of Franserve and as an affiliate, um, I know that you have been a driving force behind Franserve and you never lose sight of your mission, which is really to help others achieve their dreams of business ownership through franchising. Um, 
I will say this. I know you've gotten very committed, very active uh, in the franchise industry, and also have gotten very involved with the International Franchise Association's Vet Fran and Membership Committees. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but in addition to that, uh, you founded uh, Fran Aid. Tell us a little bit, what is Fran Aid? Sure, and thank you for that delightful introduction, Pam. You, you always make me sound so impressive, and I, and I so appreciate that. Um, I do have a passion for franchising, as you know, and and uh, really have enjoyed my time with FranServe. And what we've done is, you know, I, I've always had to do something more than just business, right? So franchising, as you know, helps people become entrepreneurs. Well, I've decided that FranServe, as we continue our path, has to be a PDO, a purpose-driven organization. Mm -hmm. So FranAid is an initiative of FranServe that I started two years ago to be able to give back to organizations that are extraordinary and doing wonderful things. And uh, we have donated money to VetFran, obviously, to help the veterans in franchising. Uh, We did so to WIRES, which is an Australian organization that helps with the wildfires and we also have done so for of course freedom service dogs of america which provides service dogs to veterans and mm. autistic people and of course susan g Komen foundation for breast cancer so we're continuing to do that mission and that's very near and dear to me along with helping people become entrepreneurs through franchise ownership i love it i love uh, i love your your heart and your passion for giving back while still maintaining very, you know, strong leadership in the business and specifically the franchise community. Um, And not that your plate isn't full enough, but you're also the CEO and publisher of Franchise Dictionary Magazine. Um, So I I know that I absolutely love your motto, work hard, play hard, help others, repeat. Exactly. It's all in it's in those simple little words, right? Absolutely. And and David, let's let's jump over to you. I wanna um give our listeners a little bit of background on yourself. Um I know that you launched your career in franchising during your senior year at Virginia Tech. VPI is the manager of two 7-Eleven food stores. Uh, and over the next 17 years and over 140 stores later, you were promoted to what they called regional sales manager district sales manager, and market director for the stores in Southeast Virginia, as well as North Carolina. Later, David accepted a position as national director of sales training for the retail division of Electric Mobility Corporation, a medical mobility products manufacturer that is headquartered in New Jersey. And in January 2013, that's when you became an independent franchise consultant for FranServe. And then in that same year, accepted the position of director of marketing. Uh, From there, maintained and got promoted to VP of franchise development in 2016. And then in May of 2018, accepted the position of chief franchise expansion officer, really overseeing the franchise development and expansion division of FranServe, which hence is why you and Alicia are working so closely together. Yeah, that's correct, Sam. Uh, franchising has been extremely good to me, dating back to my college days. Uh, and it was then that I learned that a duplicatable model is typically a very successful model. Mm. And that's what I found to be true all throughout my career in franchising. It's a very solid business relationship. And I can tell you right now that the franchise industry is healthy. 
It's growing. It's thriving despite uh, the negative effects of COVID-19 virus. And uh, we are just proud to be diversified within the franchise industry. Mm-hmm. And as you probably know, um, FranServe represents uh, several hundred companies within the franchise industry. And uh, some of them are struggling with COVID-19, but a lot of them are actually thriving. So I can give you some examples of that, but uh, I'll pass it right back to you. No, I, I really appreciate you bringing up that topic because it's a very important one and definitely one I want to touch upon today because that is that that is our world of today and it's impacting many businesses out there and specifically the franchise community. Before we dive into uh, the COVID-19 situation, let's talk a little bit about FranServe's directive and mission and help our listeners get to know FranServe better. Alicia, would you like to take the lead on that? Sure. And FranServe, I mean, what we really look to do is help people uh, become business owners and investors. And we do so in a way that really matches them up. I, I mean, I talk about it, and, and Pam, you and I have talked about it, right? The mm-hmm. business matchmaker in, in a way, right? <laughs> you find what, what is interest to the, to the investor and what business model works best, what sector works best. And I think, too, Pam, you can probably comment a bit with your experience as a franchise consultant of how important that role is when someone is looking to own a franchise. It can be so overwhelming to them. And they're excited and they're overwhelmed. And which one do I take? And gee, my cousin Susie said, this is a good brand, but I, you know, it's just very hard for them. And the role of FranServe is really to be an advisor, a coach, a helper, you know, Mm -hmm. a, a a, a friend in the industry. And, and I, I think you, you know, also with your industry experience can shed some light on that as well. Yeah, no, I, I mean, you said it very well. I always say it's about alignment, right? How are we, are we aligning when we're working with candidates or those that are considering franchise ownership? Are we being effective in aligning with their investment budget, their area of interest, um, not only territory-wise, but industry-wise? Uh, are we aligning with their skill set, their lifestyle? Because it's a, it's a big decision, like you said. It's impacting their uh, personal world, their professional world, their financial world, uh, their family world. So it really is about alignment and um, the ability to have a certified FranServe consultant be able to come in and help that individual, what I call navigate the waters, right? You're in the, the franchise community can be a very big sea. So to work with a, a FranServe consultant uh, and to come in and put that rudder in that boat to help that individual navigate those waters uh, is very, very beneficial. Agreed. Sure, and, and it, it even it, you know it, as you know it sends to people trying to understand where to get funding or how to get financing to own a franchise. Mm-hmm. And you know the the thing that I love, and when I was a franchise consultant, of course now as the CEO of the organization, is you know there's no cost to our candidates when they're using a franchise consultant, and there's no additional fee for owning a franchise. So there's there was absolutely no downside for a candidate who needs help and wants to learn about more opportunities. And um, perhaps uh, Pam and Dave, you could shed a little bit of your light on that as well. Yeah, I want to, I'm going to add something to that. And then Dave, I want to uh, throw the baton to you because I know that you are very much the heart 
of uh, FranServe in regards to, you know, franchise development and expansion, which is building out the franchisor partnerships. And, uh, you know, a little bit to like what Alicia was saying is, is you have multiple partnerships in the franchise community. So not only as consultants are we a connector between the franchisor and the individual looking, but we're a connector to other needed resources, a connector to potential funding sources, a connector to legal sources to review that franchise agreement. But before we can be the connector of all of that, we have to be able to have a strong portfolio of franchisors to represent and connect our candidates to. So I know that you oversee that for us, David. Talk to us a little bit about the FranServe directory and the many franchisors we represent. Sure. Thank you. Appreciate the opportunity to speak about that. Um, FranServe has franchise representation agreements with hundreds of different franchise companies, and they are in I believe it's 46 different industry categories that we represent. And that's everything from automotive to banking, finance, food and beverage, to child education, to senior care, and and everything in between. And uh, we do bring on the different brands that are most productive right now. We're looking at brands, and of course our investors are actively seeking brands that are either recession-proof, recession-resistant, and now they're even, a lot of them are calling themselves pandemic-proof, mm. uh, which is a new adjective that a lot of the brands are uh, adding to their description. And, uh, you know, while it's impossible to guarantee that a particular industry within franchising is indeed recession-proof, there are certain industries that do well or even thrive, and they thrive even t- during times of economic uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, You'll find that industries and and or companies that provide goods or services which fulfill the basic needs that people have are less likely to flounder in periods of recession or or depression or even during a pandemic. So, uh, And I'd like to, if you don't mind, I'll share a case in point with you. Yesterday, I had a phone meeting with one of our real estate franchises, and for the first two months of this year, they were up 28% over last year, same period Mm -hmm. for last year. Right. And now, year to date through April 30th, uh, they reported to me that they're up 41% over the same period for 2019. Wow. So they are indeed thriving, due in large part to what they credit the effects of the coronavirus. So it just depends on the type of brand, the type of service they provide, and also the goods they either manufacture or distribute through franchise. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more. It's um, There are, I guess, what you call essential businesses out there. It's kind of a word I've been using a lot with uh, uh, with my candidates, um, to your mm-hmm. to your point. Uh, Alicia, how has uh, the mission changed in the past two to three months due to COVID-19? Well, I think, you know, it, when you, that word comes up and you talk about a pandemic and you talk about, you know, coronavirus and all that, you know, at the very beginning, it was scary to a lot of people in terms of obviously health, and that's a separate issue, but in terms of business and what's going to happen, you know, franchising, are we going to expand? And what we see is, you know, franchising is filled with entrepreneurs, right? People mm-hmm. who think outside the box. And, you know, my description of an entrepreneur is, you know, someone who jumps off the cliff and, and builds their plane on the way down, right? <laughs> So, 
I don't know what dictionary.com says, but that's my description. <laughs> that's franchise of, uh, That's franchise dictionary magazine's description, right? There you go. There you go, right? That's our description. I don't know what Webster dictionary.com says, but that's my description. But the, re- the reason why that's so important is because in a heartbeat, franchising was able to pivot um, and create different ways to get business keep you know keep the doors uh, open and, and keep mm-hmm. the lights on and they changed to a virtual ma- you know model for training and for you know what we call discovery days or meet the team they went from in person and switched over to virtual almost overnight and really adapted to what was going on and as you and David spoke about different industries that you know, joked about them not being the sexy industries, right? The cleaning industries, or but they're the essential industries. All of a sudden, became in the limelight, became you know thriving. So, very interesting to see the shifts that go on because you know we. My favorite hashtag right now is hashtag franchise strong, right? Mm. Because no matter what, we move forward, and when you have that mindset of being success and of candidates who have been home now, some of them are not going to be able to return to work because those jobs are gone, right? Because whatever the circumstances are in corporate America with COVID-19. So now they're looking at, well, what do I do? And so franchising is thriving right now. Our business is very, very strong. And that just really shows you the strength of the franchise model, the spirit of the entrepreneur and, of course, the pursuit of the American dream. So it's very refreshing and endearing to be in an industry that really not only provides hope, but provides a way for families mm-hmm. to have income coming in and change of a lifestyle that now they say, you know what, I like being, I like being more independent. Yeah. Uh, this is the time for me to evaluate my life and make changes. And that's what we're seeing. Yeah. And quite honestly, that's what we're seeing. You know, I, I like that, the spirit of the entrepreneur, right? And mm-hmm. and I couldn't agree with you more. It's actually been very uh, inspirational, you know, not to negate that, you know, certain businesses and individuals are struggling. And it's not to have sensitivity around that, because I know we all do. Um, at the same time... Um, really finding the positive that also is coming out of this. You know, I, I, I do believe that um, due to having to pivot due to the circumstances, that new efficiencies are going to come out of it. Um, new revenue streams are potentially going to come out of it for, for business owners. And it's been very inspiring to really see the different programs that are being rolled out, not only on a government level, but within the franchise community. Uh, would either of you like to speak to some of the things that you're seeing franchisors do to manage to the current situation? Sure. I'll, I'll share with you a, a recent article that I saw just a couple of days ago uh, in Franchising.com, and it really caught my eye. It resonated very well with me. It said two or three things. So the first thing I noticed, I noticed they commented on that people who are quarantined who have recently lost their job or have been furloughed are at home spending more time online than ever before, and they're searching for business ownership opportunities, searching for franchise opportunities, 
in their immediate area. And that's what the franchisors are telling me, the ones that we speak to on a daily basis. They're getting more lead flow, a lot of which comes from us, because they realize now that people are on the Internet, they're at home, they Mm -hmm. have time, they're worried about the future, they're worried about whether they'll have a job to go back to or not. They feel like they may be corporate refugees or corporate casualties. And mm-hmm. people who are recently out of out of work are fearing a job loss. They're, they're turning to the internet to research career options, uh, including what for many has been a long time dream of business ownership and being their own boss. So the takeaway that I see from this is the time is right for franchise ownership, and so many of the brands that we work with are agreeing with that. Mm-hmm. This is the time to capitalize on that opportunity. And I've noticed that franchise candidates uh, that come through to us are providing, or they're actually proving to be very bullish about the future, and they're more excited than ever about the benefits of uh, possible business ownership. We also find that a lot of risk-averse franchise investors who may have been a little bit skittish before, they are seeking now very aggressively brands that are known to be recession-resistant, or in this case, pandemic-resistant. And uh, as expected, those brands who are deemed to be essential to the American public are typically doing very well right now. David, I just, you know, I wanted to circle back around with you because I think you brought up a a really good point that uh, is the time right and is it now? Uh, And it's interesting, this bipolar environment that we are in, uh, because, uh, you know, everyone it, it views it differently and respectfully, you know, we respect both both sides. But those that are viewing to say, hey, I really do want to capitalize on the current environment we're in and possibly take advantage of some of the programs that are out there. We know we have the SBA uh, forgiveness program that could work well for many. So we've got some government programs going on. Uh, but we even have franchisors rolling out a lot of different programs, too. Uh, some are doing royalty deferment. Uh, and a lot of them are implementing uh, this virtual world, which is not only creating additional revenue stream possibilities for future franchisees and their current franchisees, but in addition to that, they are uh, they're figuring out uh, new virtual programs from a training standpoint, a support standpoint. So, um, you know, to get in now is possibly getting yourself, getting your legs underneath you, and then when things really do start to calm down, you are ready to launch and move forward solidly with your new franchise business venture. Um, any any additional thoughts around that? Is the timing right? Well, we found that a lot of people are very, coming, becoming very comfortable with the virtual components of doing business from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's a little bit easier for most people. They are becoming comfortable with the fact that they don't have to get up and go into the office every day. They just get on the computer and they are at work. Um, I believe a lot of the would-be franchise candidates that we've seen in the past are coming back into the fold now because they realize that the time is right to seek franchise ownership, uh, especially since they are preparing to be possibly a corporate refugee or someone that's been eliminated from the corporate environment. 
Agreed. Franchising, once again, is surviving in times when other companies may be struggling. Yeah, it, it, it's a good place to be for sure. And I want to talk about that for not only the corporate refugees or those in transition, but go to something that's near and dear to your heart, Alicia, as well as mine, and that's veterans. Uh, you know, talk to us a little bit about veterans um, actually looking at becoming a franchisee. Um, and what franchisors do for them? Yeah, you know, uh, veterans and franchising just go, you know, it's like peanut butter and jelly, right? They just go together so well. <laughs> I love your analogies. You know, um, mac and cheese, right? You know, so they really do. They, they go together so, so well. And it's because veterans have that leadership ability. They have the ability to do the teamwork. Um, they follow a system mm-hmm. incredibly well. Yeah. And they like to see the productivity of their efforts. So for some time, franchising and uh, the veteran community, the military community, have been synergistic. And my background, as you know, um, while I've never served, never had the privilege of serving, but I've worked tremendously with veterans who suffered from post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm-hmm. So in helping them um, to see what might be best for them, that also helped me to understand why franchising and franchise ownership can be a relief for them because they they are in a community again and they have a team and they work together and that's really so strong for them. And many, many of the brands recognize that and offer significant discounts for veterans coming on board for franchise ownership. Franchise itself does that for veterans who want to be considered of being a franchise consultant. Sometimes mm. that's the best path for them rather than owning a franchise. Sure. You know, the franchise industry is so vast. There's all different ways. So owning a franchise, being a franchise consultant, working for a franchise, or there's all different paths that are open for individuals. And yes, I am a uh, board member for the Vet Fran Committee for the International Franchise Association. Very proud of that. We do tremendous work to help understand the relationship between veterans and franchising and to build that synergistic environment for them. I was, I was going to ask you about that. I knew you were involved with the International Franchise Association uh, and the Vet Brand Program. There's a specific program that the International Franchise Association has in place for veterans, um, is that is any- correct, and, and they can and people can go to that at vetfran.org, okay. which is a wonderful source for them to even get more information on that relationship between veterans and franchising. Mm, I love it. Mm. Um, since since we're on the the topic of, of really giving back, you know, because uh, to me that is one, I guess, piece that has come out of uh, this whole COVID nineteen situation that we're in. Um, Again, I I say there's been a lot of inspirational things happening. You know, we're seeing different programs that are coming back that are really giving back on a lot of levels. And um, you mentioned that FranServe is a purpose-driven organization and FranAid. But that was something, Mm -hmm. that was a philosophy that you obviously took on before the COVID-19. And it's now just being, uh, to me, it's being magnified even more so under the conditions we're in. Absolutely. I mean, I started that two years ago. And um, as I said, you know, you, you have to give back. 
You really have to give back in the world. Um, I, I just strongly believe that any business that I've had, any uh, position where I've been an executive, it, it, it's always been in, in the background, and I brought it to the forefront mm-hmm. in, in transfer because really we're all human beings, and we see it more so in situations like this, how interdependent we mm-hmm. are on one another and how precious life is. Um, I am right in the heart of the epicenter of uh, the pandemic here in, in northern New Jersey. I'm 30 miles from Manhattan. Mm. So everybody I know, there's no one that I know that hasn't been touched by this on a very deep level. Sure. Um, tragic losses, job losses, um, personal loss of, of family. But once again, human beings come together under stress and under difficult situations, and we strengthen. Yes. So more so that people feel it now, but you know that feeling has to always be there. So that's why I, I declared that Francer was a PDO. I, I made that statement. I put it out on social media. I took actions to support that, and we will always do that, month after month, year after year, because we are all on this planet together, and it's only through working together that we move forward. Agreed. And um, and that in itself just, uh, to me, it shares the philosophy as well as the culture uh, that is being created or has been created within FranServe. Uh, David, I know you've been a big part of building that culture at FranServe. Anything you would like to add there? Well, I can tell you that the great majority of the brands that we represent support our beliefs about giving back. The great majority of them are also vet brand affiliated, mm-hmm. and they respect the giving back um, opportunities they have to the veterans. And by the way, they love the veteran candidates that we bring to them because they are you know, so used to a regiment and a good, solid structure. They just make extremely good franchisees, and uh, they are the brands that we represent. We really do appreciate the veteran candidates that we bring to them. It all kind of gels together. It all blends together, and uh, we continue to support that. Excellent. And uh, since we are on this topic, I just do want to give a shout out and say thank you to our uh, first, you know, front of the line responders. Um, You know, really, really appreciate, you know, you being on the front lines underneath these conditions. Uh, I'm excited to see that things are starting to potentially open up here. uh, And I'm I'm really hoping for new efficiencies to come out of that, uh, which could be really exciting for the franchise community and and all of us involved on different levels. With that... Absolutely. The first responders, I mean, we can't take our... uh... Hats off enough to them. Mm-hmm. Um, FranServe, again, offers a discount to any you know, uh, first responder or their spouse who's interested in being a franchise consultant. Some of the brands recognize that. Again, it's one of those, you know, one for all and all for one mentality when we move forward. And in dealing with not only crisis, but in everyday life, because let's face it, every day there's, you know, ups and downs. And it's, as I said, it's only through working together and embracing our humanity that we, we really do move forward as, as a species. Absolutely. Uh, we're, we're in a relational society. And above and beyond that, to your point of the interdependency, I have to just share with you, because I have this quote that I frequently say in the franchise world uh, when I'm working with candidates. I'll say, you know what, what you have to understand in the franchise community is, is we're a lot of independents that are interdependently working together. And we all need to be working together as a team, even as independents. We're 
interdependently working together. And that holds true in the franchise community. It holds true in life in general, right? And it holds true for, um, you know, stressful health situations like COVID-19. It just, it is what it is. <laughs> so. A hundred percent. Isn't that the, the, the franchise model, right? Work for yourself, but not by yourself. So true. So perfectly said, Pam, the way you, you phrased it. <laughs> so true. Um, in closing, I, I mean, I'd like David, if, if you can give us a fun, thriving, not to put you on the spot here, but would love to hear a story. It doesn't, you don't have to name the brand or anything like that, that you have heard about that's really been thriving during this pandemic time. Sure. I can do that. Um, let me look here. Uh, first of all, those brands that are deemed to be essential to the American public typically do very, very well. And some examples that first come to mind are, uh, and they're varied, can be automotive, can be the health and senior care, uh, Mm -hmm. especially residential and commercial maintenance companies, uh, which includes certain uh, non-elective service providers such as plumbing, electrical, HVAC. And you know something, even the food and beverage industry, which has been hit so hard, mm-hmm. we're seeing a lot of them who have takeout and delivery. They're making the best of what they have to work with. Yeah, Absolutely. they cannot allow more than 10 customers into their restaurant, even if their restaurant is open to the public. They understand that that's taking a big hit, but they are making the very best. They're very flexible by making deliveries and uh, uh, accommodating the takeout customers. So those companies, those franchises that provide a service seem to be the ones that are doing the very best. Uh, The jewelry store franchise down on Main Street may not be essential, but the others that do provide a service that we all need, uh, they seem to be coming out of this very strong, and they intend to be even stronger once it's behind them. They're making a great impression on the general public, too, Mm. by continuing to provide that service uh, during times that could be dangerous. Absolutely. Uh, Alicia, in closing, any additional thoughts, advice that you would like to give to our listeners? Yeah, I think really, in all honesty, it it comes down to, you know, is this the right timing? Uh, And if it is, then seek out some help so you can find the right franchise, the perfect fit for you. For this time and going forward, for the person, their family, their income, their lifestyle, a lot of people, as I said, really got to experience the work-life balance from being home and can see that, you know what, maybe going back to corporate America isn't what I want to do, and this is the time. And this is the, the jump start for them to be able to move forward. So. Um, if it's in your, if you feel it in, in your, in your veins and you're excited about the idea of business ownership, I would just strongly recommend that you explore and pursue that. I like that. And I, and I can, I, I cannot take credit for this, but, uh, Rich, our producer just uh, slid me a little note and said, every business is essential to the owner's of that business or franchise. And I was like, that is so true. Every business is essential <laughs> to the owners of that business. And to their clients. Yes. Right? And absolutely. to their clients. Right? To their company. Absolutely. <laughs> Most definitely. Well, I just want to say thank you very much for uh, being guest on the Franchise Business Radio Show. It's been a pleasure having you as guest. And um, for those that, to your point, for those that have decided that this is the right time and they would like to pursue considering franchise ownership, 
Uh, Alicia, what would be the best way for them to do that? I would say to go to our website, and it's franserve.com, and I'll just spell it because people sometimes don't know if there's an E on the end or not, and it is F-R-A-N-S-E-R-V-E.com. They can also go to franchisedictionarymagazine.com and sign up for a free subscription. Uh, That is a publication that will help educate them on different brands. And, of course, LinkedIn for me at Alicia Visconti is always a, a great way to reach me personally. Absolutely. And David, since you oversee the, uh, the, you know, the expansion of FranServe's directory, meaning the franchisors that we represent, uh, if a franchisor wanted to learn more about how do I become a partner with FranServe to be able to work with FranServe consultants, how would they go about getting in touch with you? Well, all the ways that Lisa just mentioned work for me as well. They can also reach me directly at David at franserve.com and I'll give you my cell phone number. I don't mind passing this out. This may be a risk, but I'll give it to you. Seven five seven 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 eight one eight two two. I'll repeat that area code seven five seven 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 eight one eight two two. That's the telephone that I sleep with. And I take calls all the time. You can call me at four PM on a Sunday. If the phone rings, I'll answer. Oh, and you can hear that radio voice. I always tell David he has a radio voice. <laughs> I call him Mr. Velvet versus my Jersey accent, you know? So you got, like, bookends there, frickin' frack there, you know, Sam? <laughs> yes, I, I do, and I, I get it. <laughs> well, again, thank you so much um, for being guest on the Franchise Business Radio Show and for sharing and providing such great insight um, on many different levels. Uh, I do want to say that this is Pamela Curry, the host of Franchise Business Radio. Again, a platform for bringing together business professionals to connect, educate, and collaborate to serve the franchise community and those considering franchise ownership. If you are interested in learning about becoming a franchisee and considering franchise business ownership, as Alicia and David have said, please feel free to go directly to FranServe, www.FranServe.com. I am also a certified franchise consultant with FranServe, and I would be happy to help you out directly. You can get directly in touch with me at Pam at FranchiseIntellect.com. That's Pam at FranchiseIntellect.com. And lastly, I have to say thank you so much to our sponsors. Please check out Franchise.City a better way to buy a franchise, as well as FranServe, the world's largest franchise consulting and expansion organization. Lots of resources out there for you to get uh, tapped into if this is something you want to understand and learn more about. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy. Thank you again for joining Pamela Curry and her guests for the Franchise Business Radio Show, sponsored by Franchise Intellect, knowledge of the franchise community for franchise selection. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Franchise.City, a better way to buy a franchise. More info at Franchise.City. And FranServe, the world's largest franchise consulting and expansion organization. More info at FranServe.com. Use the social media links here to share today's show and check out more episodes at FranchiseBusinessRadio.com dot com.